Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Our number two of a numbers game at VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Midland, live from Bar Canada at the T. Um, how's the leg, man? I didn't ask you. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah, what does that mean? It's 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 got to a point where it's improved enough where I can yeah walk. Still a little bit of a limp. Yeah, still a bit of a limp. But you have still a doctor. You had a already scheduled doctor's appointment tomorrow. So yeah, you, tomorrow. So right. I, I like. I don't even think I'm going to bring it up right now. Come on, really? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, if it's better, it's better. I mean, it's getting it's getting better. All right, but I think it's just hit a point where it's it, it was it was still enough that it's taking a while to actually get fine. Fine for those who missed it. Uh, when Matt Brown kicked his field goals this last Friday, the person injured was Kelly Bidlin. So we just <laughs> want to make sure punts, he's okay. Man. Shagging yeah. some punts. Uh, still to come this hour, we will talk to Jason Weigarten from Under a Cloud of Smoke. Dan Bespris. You want to talk some NBA? Let's, talk- Let's go. Dan Bespris joins us. The baby-faced assassin uh, talks NBA with us a little later on. And uh, we'll do teaser time as well. Teaser time. Uh, and we'll discuss what we think are the best teasers in the NFL after a week where I think we both had successful teasers. Did we not? Yeah. I only yeah. had one, but it got Every, home. Everybody had a successful yeah, teaser it, this it, past week. Yeah. It got home easily. I got a few. I like this week. We get tweets, by the way, I want to read a couple tweets here. This is from shine, shine, the professor, professor shine. Um, he says, will Hill, he said, will Hill's conspiracy theories aside, remember NFL overs could go 15, 14 and one the next 30. And this would still increase overall NFL overs and betters would make nothing. Um, this is from oh, bottom line bets hates my uh, power rank. He said Gil might have the worst NFL power rankings imaginable. In what world are the Chargers <laughs> ahead of the Lions? I need some of what you're smoking. I love that you don't have a problem with nine of my ten, but that's the one that's the controversial one. Okay, let me just you, do it. You're stirring the pot with let, that. Let one. me just oh, do yeah. it this way. Let's let, no, let's do this fairly. Yeah. If the Chargers are home, no neutral site. Chargers Lions. What's the line? Neutral site. It's a pick them. Here's I'll even give you this. If the Chargers are hosting, if the Chargers are hosting the Lions. Yeah, I'll even give you that. It's Chargers two and a half. Let's say just to just to have the conversation. And if the Lions are hosting the Chargers just for the conversation's sake, I'll I'll give you three and a half. How about that? Even though I don't think I think it's three. Oh, I'm way. hammering Lions. OK, you're hammering Lions plus three and a half they're minus. If they're home, they're minus At the, just for the purpose for the purposes of this conversation. Oh, my God. I thought you said the Chargers were at home. 
All right, trying to follow along here. So I think that it would be three either way. I think it would pick them. I think you're right. Me too, yes. Right? Yeah. But for the purposes of the conversation, I'll even allow, I'll even allow, because he's so upset with my rankings, that the Chargers, let's say they'd only be minus two and a half at home, and that the Lions would be minus three and a half hosting the Chargers. Even if you allow for that, you're calling me like I'm smoking something. It's not that big of a difference, right? I'm saying like the, the controversy in there is very slight to me. Yeah, yeah, but this is why this is why this is why we do this. This is why I love doing these yeah. because not only are they a good a good practice for betters and to figure out in your own mind where yeah. you rank things, but it also causes controversy, Dutch which is always we good like for controversy. A show. At well, I guess what I'm saying is, at worst, it ain't that big of a disagreement right. with the market. Is all I'm saying. Um, don't be don't be fooled by the results. Consider who these teams are playing as well. Uh, Mike Pritchard joins us now. He joins us uh, not only as Veasan's own, but of course. He actually played the game. First round draft pick, national champion. How you doing, Pritch? I'm great. I'm great. I'm concerned about Kelly, though. Did somebody sweep your leg or what happened? Oh, oh man. Boy. I just uh, you, you know how it is, Pritch. You plant your feet at the 10 yard line. You're <laughs> yeah. not going to let that ball go over your right. head. It goes <laughs> right, over right. your head. You try to make a play on it. And boom, I just I just cut it. It it. it it popped. Uh-huh. It yanked. It was bad. Yeah. You know so how it is. I, hate that. I, I love when he said, you know how it is, Pritch. Like the two of you are samesies. <laughs> you and, you oh, and Kelly, well, Pritch. I'm limping around myself, though, Kelly. I mean, I'm or I'm right there in the same boat with you. Yeah. Why are you limping? Uh, I, I tweaked uh, an old injury. Uh, you know, when you're bone on bone. Oh. I don't know if Kelly's bone on bone with, no. with one of your knees. But, um, yeah, I tweaked it and it blew up on me like like a cantaloupe. Oh, uh, man. So, oh, man. I, you know, I, I don't have access to the tour at all and, and the draining in the knee like I used to. Uh, but I'm, I'm in I'm, I'm a candidate for all that right now. <laughs> Give me some of that stuff too, Pritch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's the good stuff, Kelly. It is. Uh, okay, well, I hope you feel better, man. I hope you feel. I hope it goes oh, better. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Old football injuries cannot be fun. Um, oh. I want to ask you a couple questions. One, let's start with Colorado. Famously, twenty-nine to nothing against Stanford. They squander it. They lose in double overtime. Shadour has a bad pass. Um, did you watch that game with the sound up, Pritch? Um, I did. I did. What did, what did uh, Lewis, you? Uh, yeah, Lewis Riddick and Mark Jones was yep. the play-by-play guy. Right. Did you think that was a little too much cheerleading going on in that broadcast? Well, yeah, it gets. It tends to be that way. You know, I, I think when when you sit down in front of Coach Prime or Deion Sanders, you kind of uh, get you get captured by by his magnetism. You get captured by the presence of of the guy. Um, and yeah, yeah, definitely over the top. I think all the broadcasts, even Joel Klatt, uh, who is, is right down the middle. A lot of times, uh, he was getting over the top, you know, Gus is going to be over the top. We already know that, but, <laughs> yeah. um, for the most part, yeah, for the most part, I think the coverage of Colorado has, has been indicative of the hype. Uh, and, and I, I think a lot of broadcasters are getting caught up in all that. Do you, you're over under your total, your season win total was three and a half, correct? Correct. So you already won yours. Here's my question, because this came up with Futag yesterday. Do you think at the end of the season they will still be stuck on four? That you will have ended up winning this by a half a game? Um, it's it's a high. It's, there's a pretty degree, a high degree of probability of that happening. Um, you know, from what it looks like right now, we know that Colorado's flawed, right? Uh, the secondary, uh, they don't have a lot of depth. Uh, and if Shador has a bad game, then where else can they go? Because they don't have a running game. Uh, there's a lot of flaws right there. And, and so, uh, you know, I, I think teams are getting better as we get deeper and deeper in the season. And, and Colorado isn't one of those teams. I mean, they, get, they came out the gate, 
right? Uh, and surprised people and shocked people got to the three and O situation. And, uh, and now they're reeling a little bit. And so you never know what a team is made of until uh, adversity hits. Uh, and certainly I don't know if you have a chance to be great uh, unless you have calluses and uh, that Stanford loss is, is certainly a callus, a blister and all that stuff for, for the program and, and for the fellas out there. So if they can rebound, I mean, I think they're capable of winning a couple more games and getting bowl eligible. Uh, but, but it, you know, if, if everything hits the fan uh, and, and so they don't get better, then yeah, I, I think this team can continue to lose games. Uh, let's shift to the NFL, if you would. Uh, we were just talking about yesterday. Scott Kazmore had a tweet. Nine teams won NFL games in week six, scoring fewer than 21 points. Nine. Right. Uh, yeah. Scoring his way down. We just went through the early games, the totals, which most, most of which in the early window uh, on Sunday, this coming week, are in the, in the high 30s. It's mm-hmm. like we've thrown back to 15 years ago. What is your best theory as to why this has happened? Uh, the running game, you, you know, so many teams are doing the same thing, throwing the football, right? Uh, we, we get to the read option stuff. We don't even talk about that anymore. Chris Collinsworth doesn't have much to talk about now on his broadcast because <laughs> nobody's doing the read option stuff, really. And, uh, I, I think we got nickel defenses predominantly out there, uh, the four two five setup. Uh, and so, you know, I came into the league, we were running a run and shoot. Uh, if, if there was one linebacker, even two linebackers, we were running a football, even though we wanted to throw it. Uh, just because of the numbers and, and the size and advantages that we have uh, with blocking and, and certainly double teams and getting up on the second level of a defense. Uh, and so you're seeing that a little bit more. Also, lack of execution. I think quarterback play uh, is down as well. Gil, I heard you and Kelly talking about teasers, and I think a lot of people are doing well with that. And I'm actually doing well with parlays uh, because of what you just said. I mean, think about it. You kick four field goals and a touchdown. Uh, you're at 19 points, right? And, and so if the bulk of teams are averaging 19, 20, 21 points a game, then you're in that range. And so scoring has been tight, but I think it's better is uh, there's plenty of opportunity out there right now. Well, let's talk about one of those seeming opportunities, which is, okay, maybe this is adjusted on the totals too quickly. Maybe this is true dramatic. Maybe this will actually be an overfest. Uh, and so my question to you as a former ball player is, was there ever a time in your career, and I get it, a lot of gamblers like to have conspiracy, but I'm really interested in this. Was there ever a time where, because Will brought this up in the last segment, where the NFL's got to be hearing a bunch of folks, not just myself, but a bunch of folks saying, wow, this product has kind of sucked the last couple weeks. Do you think it's possible for, and I'm not saying it's a conspiracy, but just a conversation, right? A conversation where the league makes it clear uh, with the head of officiating, like, okay, let's lay up on this kind of thing, or like, let's make sure that we can sort of, you know, in on an aggregate level, adjust how this is being played. Do you think that's a possibility where it might induce more scoring? Yeah, it depends on the crew. And I think um, as a better, you probably should invest some time in, in understanding the crew and the makeup of the crew. Uh, like Monday Night Football, that was a sloppy game. There's a ton of penalties. Now, by the letter of the law, should they throw the flag? Yeah. But for the integrity of the game and, and for the entertainment value, why are you throwing so many flags? You can warn the fellas out there. Say, look, if you do that again, I'm going to throw a flag. And, and I think we'll start to see that, you know, depending on the experience level of the crews and the nature of the officiating crews as well. If you, if you got a young crew out there or an ambitious referee crew out there, uh, then yeah, you're going to see plenty of flags. Again, they're going to, 
they're going to go according to the letter of the rule book. Uh, but uh, yeah, the integrity of the game and certainly the entertainment value, you know, hold the flags, just warn the players. And, and I think we'll start to see that more and more uh, because we want to see better football. We, we want to see scoring go up. Uh, we don't want to see, I don't know, 14, 15, 16 flags out there, uh, especially on primetime on a Monday night football game. Yeah. And I wonder, you know how like we watch tons of games where the right tackle or the left tackle is just two steps ahead of the, the ball being snapped. Right. I wonder if that just goes into overdrive where they just let that go. Um, you know, just to give one example of how we're not going to flag sure. this. So they're going right. to dare the officiating crew to actually flag some stuff such as that. Yeah. Um, Mike, yeah, always, always interesting to get your perspective on these things. I appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Have a great day. Mike Thanks. Pritchard, everybody at M I Pritchard. I love it when you said, uh, you know how it is, Mike. You know how it is. Hey, Mike, cut loose your cloth. You know how it is. Samesies, me and you. Twinsies. Teaser time on the other side. Numbers game. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check the current betting splits data. Split bets. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? Well, the betting splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every five minutes. So you can see changes in all the action and find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way that VSIN is here to make you smarter, better year round. Check them out. All of today's betting splits for every game at VSIN.com. Oh, I've stirred up the pot 
You getting some love over there? <laughs> people, people acting like I had the Lions rated 31st, not 11th. Uh, this is from... Well, to be fair, we only had the top 10 on there, right. so they don't know where you have No, I said it, though, repeatedly. Josh, the real Josh 05. The Lions would hammer the Chargers eight out of 10 times if they played 10 games. Josh, with all due respect, you might be right that they'd win eight out of 10 times, eight out of 10 times, but they wouldn't hammer them. You know why? Chargers never get hammered. Yeah, I hate, that you, I hate that you Ever. picked the Chargers now because they're the perfect it's slash the perfect worst example team. for this. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> the perfect team to counter everybody with. No, no, they wouldn't because it never happens. Um, let's see here. Roger Jones talking about the Chargers, but a different conversation. We're talking about the Justin Herbert thing because remember, I was killing Justin Herbert earlier. He says, wrong, wrong, wrong. Gil, it must be the lack of sleep. Sometimes it is one person's fault. See Jerry Jones, Snyder. So he's blaming it all on Brandon Staley. It's not Dean Spanos' fault. It's Brandon Staley. Everything is Brandon Staley's fault. Yeah, I was going to say, but yeah. b- b- before Staley got there, all we heard about was Chargers ownership being the problem. It's unbelievable. Um, Murphy, 12-800. Gil, regarding your uh, misplaced ranking of the Chargers versus Lions, on this show yesterday... Oh, on his show yesterday, pardon me, Stephen A. had the Lions ranked number one. Yeah, there might be another four-letter network out there that there's oh, a lot of... Now I get what's happening. Yes. People are being propaganded to death about the Lions. And so because humans are weak and, and are susceptible to propaganda like that, they immediately fall into this narrative that, oh, the Lions must be the most tremendous team in football. I wasn't going to go that far, but... Yeah, yeah, he said sure, they're number one, right? <laughs> I see. No, now I get why people are so outraged it, it by them be- being 11. It is being talked a lot this week about where do the Lions rank is the in the top teams of the NFL. Yes. And where does Matthew Stafford rank in the top quarterbacks in the NFL? Where does Matthew Stafford rank? Yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, Jared Goff. Jared Thank Goff. Thank you. Oh, Jared Goff's having a great year. Uh, listen, Lions are having. There's nothing. You can't say anything bad about the Lions. It's just that the teams put in front of them haven't really been the best gauge of their. And again, they beat Kansas City. They beat Kansas City the first Thursday of the year. Mm-hmm. All right. Since then, they haven't actually beaten anybody yet. So let's let's hold you. I, I, like I said, I, I'm telling people I was like, if they beat if they beat the Ravens or if they comport themselves well, they're in the top ten. Now, if they don't. Man. I want to hear all y'all come back with tweets. For everybody that tweeted, though, yeah. and I'm with you on this one, let's just hope that there's no, like, you know, Lamar leaves the game early or something because the schedule, even after the Ravens, is oh. not hard. We talked about this. We get the Lions Chargers don't, in three weeks, by don't, the way. Don't get me wrong. Oh, we do? Can't wait. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Lions are winning 11 games. Lions are winning this division. Uh, they're minus 550 right now to win the division. That's too low. Yeah, yeah, the Lions yeah. should be minus 1550 to win the division. Yeah, this schedule is cake. All of these things can be true. They're, so. they're toughest games left at Ravens, at Chargers, at Cowboys. Yeah. And the rest of it is a lot of NFC North, the Raiders, the Packers. Well, yeah, Packers are in the NFC North, so yeah. Yeah. Steve Fezzik points out, he goes, you know, Baltimore's a three-point favorite against Detroit. He says if Detroit if Detroit's the best team, then Baltimore must be God. He just tweeted in, texted in. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. We'll just uh, just let's let's slow down, everybody. Mm-hmm. By the way, if somebody has them ranked eleventh, it ain't the worst thing in the world. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, let's everybody relax. Yeah, I think you, we, picked, way, you know we picked the you know, Chargers. You know but- your leg injury. You know whose fault that was? Brandon Staley. <laughs> We picked the Chargers, but actually, yes, like they're playing the Ravens. That would be the team to compare them to. Well, this is what I said. I, this yeah. is what I said this week. Yeah. All right. Uh, by the way, I'm on the Ravens big. Um, 
<laughs> three. I pointed that out on guessing lines. All right, uh, teaser time. Teasers. Time. He said it better than I did. Ryan does a great job with that. Story. He really does. He really does. All right, you ready for some teaser options? Teaser week? options. I mean, Kelly Billy I mean, with the poetic license. Uh, Jags plus one. So yes, you'd six and a half or more if you if you're interested in that. I had to I had to list it though because. If Trevor Lawrence goes, I will be running to get this into a teaser, hopefully before the line moves. He's trying to go. Yeah. He's trying to play. Uh, I heard Adam Chernoff on his podcast this morning mention something that I'm going to bring up real quick because I do think it's really important this year. There has been some shaky reporting with some of the injury stuff this year that I think you do need to make sure you follow up on. I don't know if you saw the, the, the quote that was taken from a tweet yesterday from Bethard saying that, saying that Lawrence would likely start Thursday night. It was a one of those quotes kind of taken out of context from the rest of the conversation with C.J. Bethard. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of that. I think Tr- Tr- Adam did a great job of pointing out. Just make sure you're following up on this stuff. Don't run to go bet the Jags uh, because one quote got, you know, one quote got taken out of a full conversation um, you know, luckily, I think Trevor Lawrence did after that go out and practice and actually went up to the podium himself and said, hey, I think if I'm feeling well enough, I'll probably go on Thursday. But even he backed it up with, hey, there's we still got a little ways to go. You have a bunch here. Yeah. Jags won. Uh, yeah. Bills nine. It's nine of DraftKings right now, but there's plenty of eight and a halves out there. Giants plus two uh, home against the Commanders. Colts plus two home against the Browns. Falcons plus two and a half at the Bucks. Seahawks. Laying seven and a half home against the Cardinals. Broncos plus one home against the Panthers. Dolphins plus two at the Eagles. Uh, I got mine. Giants plus eight. I take the Giants through the three and the seven because the commodes are incapable of blowing out anybody. Incapable. Yep. Um, so I take the Giants up. I would actually, and I like the Broncos over the Packers. Like I was, I was astounded the Packers were favored in this game. I would absolutely take the Broncos through the three and the seven at home in the elevation against the Packers. So I, would, I, I would go Giants Broncos. What a stinker teaser that is, but I'll take it. Yeah, it'll be fun. I was on what did I have. I had a Texans Commanders one last week that I felt that same way about when you made it, you yeah. know. But then they both, they both, <laughs> they both e- go easy peasy. Exactly yeah. easy. You know, another reminder too. If you, if you're, we're talking about the lower scoring so far. In the NFL, every one of these teasers, especially if you're teasing up, you know, well, regardless, the points are worth more, right? When the totals are coming down, 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 these every point is worth a little bit more. Um, I love the Seahawks. I love the Bills' legs this week. I, I, I think I'm a little bit monitoring Josh Allen a little bit more, but this Patriots team cannot do anything on offense right now. Uh, I know there could be some weather expected there uh, in New England for that game still. You get the Bills boy, down the, to two and bills, a half. If the Bills don't cover that teaser it's, leg. Right, oh, exactly. Boy. So this is a teaser this week, yeah. Gil. I'm going to be loaded up on. I am, if I lose it, fine. But Bills down to two and a half. Seahawks da- down. You lose that teaser this week. I, I don't know what's going on with the NFL. Because we, we've <laughs> talked about the Cardinals. I think they continue to continue we're continuing to see more and more of the real cardinals i think you know week after week they're feisty but they're still not a great roster and the patriots just can't do anything on offense they're averaging less than 12 points per game right now you know if the bills don't cover that teaser like you know whose fault it is brandon's dailies <laughs> what do you think of all of these what's the one that you would least have let's do it the opposite once what's the one where you like this one is the most rife with peril oof there's a lot of them to me. 
Like I, I don't really have any interest in. I understand why you why you brought up the Giants. I think you could make the same case for the Falcons. I'm just not that big of a the, Falcons guy. The Falcons guy. for me is absolutely one of the short list. Giants, there. Colts, Falcons. I wouldn't want any part of. At least right now, because we don't know what's going on with Browns quarterbacks. We don't know, so I would go Falcons, Colts, and Dolphins. Okay. I just the Dolphins to me again. It's like big bully can crush the the teams that are worse than them. But I cannot wait to see this matchup. And I get it. The Eagles just got beat by the Jets. But the Eagles, just those long, sustained, soul-crushing drives, keeping the ball away from that Dolphins offense, not allowing the Dolphins offense to get in a rhythm, I could see the Dolphins getting beat by double digits. In that yeah, I, I think, well, we've, we've kind of seen it already this year, right? When they went up to Buffalo and got yeah. smacked. I do think it is... Uh, you know, we haven't seen the Dolphins play that many great teams so far. We've yep. we I will say we focused a lot on this of of the these teams that have gotten off to a good start playing a bad schedule. Not that I believe in a lot of them, but there, there is, of course, the other page of that. These teams that are, have not gotten off to a good start that have played a loaded schedule like the Patriots. Problem is, Patriots I still think are crap. So I'm not running run it back yeah. at all, but there is... By the way, the, the opposite of that, if the Dolphins win that game, would I be like utterly shocked? No, because the Dolphins have, have played some teams already, right? Mm. Like Dolphins, they're just an interesting team to, to monitor because I think for as, as sexy as they've been, and boy, they've been sexy, right? 70 points in a game is that. And they're just so fun to watch, and they're so awesome in the highlight. Like, if, imagine if this league didn't have the Dolphins. Like all the oh, stuff yeah. we've talked about about how how bad the league has been. Imagine if we didn't have the Miami Dolphins. My God! So it's uh, they've been so awesome to watch. Yeah, we were talking about this before the break. So thirty-seven point two points per game is what they're averaging. Number one in the league, the Patriots. Now I just lost. I think it was eleven point seven. No, Giants eleven point eight points per game the difference between those top and bottom uh yeah so i'll go i'll go giants broncos as my teaser of the week live through that one we'll right. come back uh we will talk with jason weingarten from under cloud of smoke next a numbers game on v the sports betting network hey don't forget on DraftKings sportsbook this season new customers can bet five dollars and pocket two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly plus all customers can get no sweat same game parlay every day download the app and use the promo code Vegas when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. We get tweets at beating the book. Our Gary Beard has suggested, two, oh, I see what he did, two four-team, 13-point teasers, both with sides and totals. <laughs> Gary, our Gary Beard, I wish you luck. Is that like our period Gary Beard? Our period Gary Beard. Should I just, Doesn't it make you sound I oh, you, I know. so much? You have so much gravitas when you say it that so, way. Should I just start going by K. Michael Bidlin? K. Michael Bidlin. It's pretty powerful right there. Nevada Azer. That settles it. Bring back Anthony Lynn. LOL, he said. Uh, <laughs> J&J Watering Hole. I don't always agree with you, Gil, but on this Lions Chargers deal, we agree. All these tweeters losing their minds obviously need a Snickers. Hashtag no one hammers the Chargers. Michael Burns, Gil, unload the clip on that minus 550. No, I'm with you on that. And I think Detroit is, is absolutely, that's a low right, yeah. for them to win. All these things are true. Sky High, this is great from Sky High. Must be one of those mornings. My kids chose violence this morning from the second they get up. And then Gil reminds me how mentally weak and susceptible I am to media propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> Although the Chargers got woodshedded last year against the Jaguars, they're good for one per year. That's true. 
That's true. Yeah. It did happen that yeah. once. Yeah. Uh, good friend. See, sh- now, now you're really going to be in your head because now are you getting wrapped into this propaganda? Good friend Chillionaire <laughs> says this. Good friend Chillionaire says the only thing better than the first bet of the day is listening to Gil and Kelly on a numbers game. And he says other nice things. Thank you very much, good friend Chillionaire. Bainbridge DeWeese. If that Bill Seahawks teaser loses, there will likely be survivor carnage as well. I'm seriously considering taking a risky pick this week for that very reason. Mm, this yeah. would be the week, I yeah. think, to, to zig when everybody else is zagging on this because there are going to be... It, like, what's the percentage of Seahawks and Bills this week? Combined, minimum 60-70%, I would imagine. What's Seahawks alone? You know, Seahawks alone is going to be ridiculously yeah. high. Yeah. And Stephen Vegas, Cardinals always failed in the second halves of seasons with Kingsbury slash Murray. New staff now, is there something to be said that they have not scored more than eight points in the second half? They have 87 first half points and only 30 second half points. Is this a tank or fitness issue? Auto fade second half? It's a good point. I get keep going back to Eric. Eager. I don't think it's either. I don't think it's either, uh, either of those. I think it's more. I think the Cardinals have surprised some teams, gotten you know got, gotten out to quick starts. You think halftime adjustments? Halftime adjustments by the other teams. I think it's more of that. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I keep uh, just like we we're saying. I keep getting back to that Aaron Schatz conversation about MVP. I keep going back to the Eric Eager Megapod where he was just. So adamant. This is when the Cardinals were just still mm-hmm. looking great. Yeah. He was like, nope, trust me. They're going to be the number one pick in the draft. <laughs> He's right so far. He's looking good on that. I mean, I think it's, you could coach up and fire a team up to get off to a quick start, but eventually over the course of time, the talent wins out. Jason Weingarten joins us now from under a cloud of smoke. You can follow him on Twitter at Spreadopedia. How you doing, Jason? Morning, Gil. Morning, uh, K. Michael. How's it going? <laughs> doing well. K. Michael Bidlin. <laughs> What would you be? Sounds like a, a news news reporter. <laughs> yeah. right? Okay, Michael Bidlin. All those like F. Lee Bailey. Well, it's always the author. It's an author or a serial killer, right? Don't they all work like that? Oh, that's true. Uh, oh, that's right. Don't know why, but yeah. Serial killers. So always I'm just going to write names. a book because I don't really feel like killing it. Serial killers. And then on this show, the greatest baseball player of all time, Barry Lamar Bonds. <laughs> yeah. um, I called your no, You don't call B. Lamar Bonds. No, I do not. That's true. <laughs> Um, I, I called Jordan, Jordan Lamar Alvarez yesterday. Uh, his real name is, his real middle name is Ruben, by the way. And I just, you know, in that Astros Ranger series, which resumes tonight, game three, Jason, with Scherzer, Max Scherzer on the hill against Christian Javier, who has just been tremendous in the postseason, forget his regular season stats. I'm curious where you land on this game with the Rangers just shy of a minus 130 favorite. I got Scherzer minus 123. Um, no question for me here after the two games, I think, you know, the Rangers are obviously the better team. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with the Astros, but there's some, something just doesn't, doesn't seem right with them outside of Jordan Ruben Alvarez, who I learned something new today. I also did not know that was his, uh, <laughs> middle name, yeah. but something just doesn't seem right with them as an organization. Like, I don't get the sense Dusty's coming back if they don't make the World Series. You know, I think it's weird. They 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 won the World Series. They got sorry, yeah, they 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 won the World Series, and uh, the GM didn't come back. And that that's sort of making me question things. Where where this is all going with them? This this does of the seven uh, famously they've made seven straight Nash, uh, excuse me seven straight American League Championship Series. This is the worst of the seven teams, right? Let's not let this early stretch of the postseason take us off that scent. I think that's pretty definitive. I think Astros fans would agree with that. 
I mean, on paper, everything looked great. Adding Jose Abreu, getting Justin Verlander back. Just unfortunately, it's not the same Justin Verlander like you saw in his uh, his first start here against the Rangers. He wasn't missing any bats. Not a great sign. Abreu is kind of for you know rounding into shape late, but just hasn't hasn't worked out, which occasionally happens with with guys getting older and injuries and everything. But the Rangers look like like they got all the all the components outside of a little bit of a shaky bullpen. It looks like they got all the components to make the World Series. I don't know if they they could beat you know no. the Phillies. Nobody's potentially. Be, nobody's beating the Phillies. I don't think. But uh, sure about that. I'm not. You know, look if the, if the Rangers can still outmash, right? But the Phillies might be the one team they can't outmash. But the Rangers have certainly. I mean, the Rangers are the most schizophrenic team. Bruce Bochy said it right. He's like, this is the most roller coaster season I've ever been involved in. Like we forget right now, the Rangers are soaring. But like if it turned all of a sudden like it has all season for them and the Astros showed their moxie as they all. I mean, it wouldn't be the most surprising thing in the world if the Astros came back and won this. If the Astros win tonight, all of a sudden it's like, okay, who knows? Here we go. So I'm listen, I'm with you. The Rangers have been spectacular. They're seven and oh, I mean, last year, compare that to what was the team that went uh, now? It's, it's escaping me right now, but the team that went eight and oh, Last was it last year that went eight no in the postseason, but somebody went eight no, but like all the games were close, right? And that and and so this year it's oh yeah oh no not last year, the 2014 Royals, 2014 Royals which famously lost to Mad Bum and the Giants in the World Series. The 2014 Royals won their first eight games of the postseason, but when they did so, they won multiple extra inning games. I mean, every game was seemingly close. Remember, there was the famous wild card game against the the A's where it went. I do. I remember that postseason. Yeah. A lot. It was a 12 innings. Yeah. This like this postseason at all. This Rangers team is seven and oh, they're crushing everybody like this is unprecedented. Even the Phillies had had the and they're they're doing it with with putting your your hands over your eyes and watching Josh Spores and, and Araldis Chapman. What's left of him coming out of the bullpen? What's left of him? It, it yeah. terrorizes, you know, terrifies me when I see them. But here's the th- here's the thing. We were saying this the other night. And I used Mad Bum specifically. Jordan Montgomery. Like I was texting people. I was like, okay, I know he's good, but like, when did he become Mad Bum? Like, when did he become unhittable? That's the other thing you couldn't have counted on. Guys, step up in the playoffs if you want to win. That's the thing, and especially when you're looking at the Phillies right now. A lot of times we talk about Moneyball and what the Rays are doing and what the, this team's doing and that team's doing. But uh, Dave Dombrowski understands that playoffs is about series baseball and series baseball. You got to have the superstars and spend the money on the Bryce Harper and the Trey Turner and Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola. And you you win in the playoffs with your starting pitching going deep and hitting home runs. And that's the formula. The Phillies are doing that. And until they stop doing that, they're probably going to keep winning. Here's what I want to ask you. Do you have an ALCS or NLCS MVP or have you dabbled in World Series MVP before we even know who the two teams ultimately are? Uh, Seager and Seager. I got four and a half Seager and Seager. on the ALCS and yeah. seven and a half in the, the World Series. And I actually think I have some Trey Turner, like 25 to one or something. The problem with Trey Turner, it's kind of like the the Kansas City Chiefs thing when you're betting the the MVP in the Super Bowl, like it's all Bryce Harper. It's Everything Bryce runs Harper. through Bryce Harper. Yeah. So no matter who you make a case for, and there are very other you know good players to make a case for, 
Bryce Harper does what Bryce Harper does, he's probably going to be the MVP. Bryce Harper right now at DraftKings plus 165 to win the National League Championship Series MVP, followed by Schwarber at plus 450 and Trey Turner at plus 650. ALCS MVP Jordan Montgomery and uh, Leody Tavares are actually the co-short shots at plus 550 with Seager at 6-1. to one. Jordan is 9-1 to one for the Astros. And then World Series MVP again, where we don't know yet who the two teams are. Bryce, 6-1. to one. Seager, 7-1. to one. Turner, 13-1. to one. So, interesting. Don't hate it. Don't hate it. Which would you take in the World Series MVP if you had to bet one? You, you already have the Seager one, you said? Yeah, I'd still bet Seager. He's he's the dude. Who would be know. who would be your other choice if you couldn't have Seager? Who would be your choice? Adolis always always got to find a, a power hitter. You know, give me give me a power hitter in the middle of the lineup. Same as member Jorge Soler. You want a guy that bats near the top of the lineup that can can change the game, hit home runs. That's uh, Adolis Garcia. Adolis Garcia, fifteen to one at DraftKings for World Series MVP. Note that Jason went to another Ranger when I asked him who he mm-hmm. would take. Jorge Soler. Yeah. I was trying to remember what the guy's name. There you go. Okay. Thank you, Jason. Always appreciate it, man. Enjoy the game tonight. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'll talk to you guys later. Jason Weingarten at Spreadopedia on the Twitter machine. We'll come back. Let's talk some NBA. Dan Bespris joins us. Season-long thoughts and bets next. Numbers Game Visa, the Sports Betting Network. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get daily email recapping all the best bets from uh, not only this show, but all shows, hosts, and guests. 
You'll also get unlimited access to our vsin.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event, date, and more. Check the top vsin experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which vsin expert has the hot hand. For vsin pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24-7 video access, become a vsin pro subscriber today. Sign up today for only $19 for your first month at vsin.com slash subscribe. Real quick, I want to get to these last couple tweets. Uh, this is from Blue Hen Bill. I'm so glad you brought this up, Blue Hen Bill. Talk about waiting to hear about injury status. If Lane Johnson plays, it's Eagles big, but if he's out, it's a stay away. With Lane, the Eagles are 59 and 21. Without him, they're 10 and 30. We have brought up these, Len, these Lane Johnson stats mm-hmm. through the years on this show, but those are the updated ones. Uh, they also fell apart once he went out against the Jets. Best right tackle in football, Blue Hen Bill says. Hard to argue with that. Scott Weston. S. S. Irwin Weston here, Gil. We finally figured out who shot J.R. Brandon Staley, who shot JFK Brandon Staley, and who killed Nicole Brown Simpson. That was freaking OJ, but Staley hid the knife and drove the Bronco. That's what it's gotten to. It's to blame for everything. Uh, was before we get to best verse, what was that NFL stat? The Broncos were the lowest scoring team in the NFL last year. They oh, scored, yeah, yeah, yeah. They scored 16.9 points oh, a game. I love how we remember things 30 minutes later. Yeah. How many teams are lower than that now? So, yes, last year they were lowest scoring at 16.9. Yes. Right? Currently, through six weeks of the NFL season, there are six teams six. that are averaging under that mark. Wow. Nearly a quarter of the league. The Giants, 11.8 points per game, and the New England Patriots, a whopping 12. And, th- and then, there's a, then there's a sizable jump to the Steelers at 15.8. Man, oh man, oh man. All right, uh, let's get into the NBA, and let's begin with this. Uh, this is from... Oh, I do have slight breaking news, too. Oh, please, uh, Anthony go ahead. Richardson, done for the year, will go under the knife for shoulder surgery. Done for the yeah. year. Anthony Richardson, done for the year. Gardner Minshew, that is your team. Uh, this is from David Purdom over at uh, ESPN. Top five teams by money wager to win the NBA title at BetMGM. The Nuggets, number one. The Suns, two. The Heat, the Lakers, and the Celtics. Lakers are in the top five. Uh, we bring in Dan Bespers, everybody, from the Fantasy NBA podcast uh, and Fantasy NBA Today podcast. And, of course, Sports Ethos, where he is still assistant GM. I don't know why he's not the full GM yet. He joins us now. How you doing, Dano? Someday, Gil. Someday. 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 I love that. SportsEthos.com. How are you guys? I'm great, man. How are you? You doing great? Your off season okay? Yeah, it's long, man. That was a long off season. You know, you got the extra week in October. Man, what are I you feel... talking about? It feels like the NBA finals ended three weeks ago. Really? Oh no. I'm I'm yeah, I'm I'm lusting for NBA now. I got the juices <laughs> flowing. Lusting. You know, some people lust over other things, Dan. You're allowed to lust over that. That's what you want. That's right. That's cool. Come on, opening night is a holiday. I, a lot of people get this way about, you know, opening day for football. Baseball actually kind of gets me too on yeah. that same deal. Yeah. Like, you know, the you see the field that you're walking out and the whole thing. Yeah. But Dan, NBA, yeah. I love it. Dan, for those who didn't don't know, used to be the play by play guy for the single high A Bakersfield blaze. Correct. That is absolutely yeah. right. I, the team died under my watch. It so. did. He kills Oops. teams. Whoops. All right. <laughs> uh, let's talk NBA. Let's just go to your favorite bet in any market period for the whole season. What do you like? Oh my gosh. That is a tough one. Uh, let's go. Pacers win total over. How about that for a weird place to start? Okay. I actually think they're going to be pretty darn good this year. Um, last season, we saw glimpses of it before they started to pull the plug on all the relevant players. And I think this season, they're actually going to be trying to make a push for it. Uh, the bad news is that a lot of my research I lost when a hard drive 
uh, died on my computer last month. It's been a, a sad time for me. Uh, I, I, previously <laughs> so liked, I previously liked the Hornets, but they got too much weird stuff going on right now. So I'm, I'm backing off on that position. Yep. Um, so let's start with the Pacers over. I like it a lot. Um, I, I think they're going to get there. I think they're going to get there with time to spare. 38 and a half is your consensus number on the Indiana Pacers. Um, okay. What is sort of from your perspective, and we'll take it, you know, based on market and conventional wisdom, what is the team that you are higher on or that you are lower on than conventional wisdom? I am. This is not going to surprise you because you know me and, and fading a bunch of superstars. I'm lower on the Suns than most folks are. I think eventually they start to figure it out as the year goes on, but they are at the, the mercy of health on that club. They're not particularly deep. They have uh, a bunch of guys that have never played together and they're going to win some games in the regular season with a whole bunch of offense because Booker's very efficient and Beal is actually more efficient than folks give him credit for. Uh, but that's going to take a lot of time in my eyes for those guys to kind of get things together. I'm also a little bit higher, and this one's a grosser call, on the Timberwolves. I, I don't like the Rudy Gobert thing. I still don't like the Rudy Gobert thing. I just think that there's something... I think the the, the consensus is pretty low on them, and I'm higher than that low consensus. That makes sense. Yeah. No, I get it. Not to say that I think they're going to be great or anything, but I think that the big like fade the Timberwolves feel is probably not fully warranted. And I'm a little bit lower on the thunder than consensus. I think it's Ooh. it's typically pretty hard for teams to take massive steps multiple years in a row. I think this is a year where they now uh, are a team that other clubs take a little bit more seriously than we saw last season. And there will be a bit of a plateau for them before next season. I think they actually take another step forward. So that's me with my yeah. piping hot takes here. I, I, see, I see Kelly's nodding to some of that. Well, no, I think there's, with the Thunder, from a betting standpoint too, right, the betting markets have caught up to the Thunder. So I think that's important to understand that you are, yeah. when you look at win total, when you're going to look at what they're priced at in games, where some of us were high on them the past year or two and were able to make some money off that great ATS team, the market's now caught up to them. So I think it's a great point by Dan there. Dan, with the Timberwolves, if you're feeling that way about them, is an Anthony Edwards MVP bet in the discussion then as well? Um, I think that might be a little bit of a stretch for him to get all the way there. Um, I, I do like him to take a nice step forward. That the the I know it was FIBA and it wasn't the Olympics, but those types of experiences do have a way of kind of helping players understand the game a little bit better. Um, I, I hope, actually, that he takes more control of that team than I think he might right at the outset. But I also think that having Cat back for an entire year, he's again, he's not the the difference maker that they were hoping, but he's still a very good NBA player. I like Mike Conley in sort of this weird, who's this, why are you worried about Mike Conley? I think he fits that team a whole lot better than D'Angelo Russell did as far as just kind of captaining a boat. He's just steering it, just keeping it from crashing into something. And that's exactly what that team needs. So I, I think the, the Timberwolves, not from a you know championship run standpoint, but from a getting more regular season wins and outperforming expectations. I just like the personnel a little bit better this year, and I think the pieces fit better. Anthony Edwards, thirty to one to win the MVP. Jokic and Doncic, your short shots at plus four fifty and five to one oh with with Giannis at plus five fifty for MVP. Bill, I, I'm sorry, I have to jump in. How many years in a row have we talked about how badly the NBA wants Doncic to win so the MVP? So badly, so this is badly. Like a yeah. 
I, do, uh, let's let's talk about awards real quick. It, maybe you don't have an MVP. Do you have an MVP? Do you have a Rookie of the Year? Do you have a Most Improved Player, a Coach of the Year, a uh, Sixth Man of the Year, a Defensive Player of the Year? Any of those? Uh, I I don't I don't have super strong feelings on them. Um, MVP, I think we'll probably have a better opportunity to get in that as you start to see the beginning of the season unfold. Um, I, rookie of the year, I would probably lean. I mean, I don't know how you. <sighs> Wimbanyama, Wimbanyama, by the way, is plus 120 and Scoot is plus 240. Holmgren is plus 280. And then it goes all the way to Brandon Miller at 16 to one. I mean, this could be a Wimbanyama, by the way, defensive player of the year would be interesting to me as well. Right. Like, where does he show up in that? He is like for defensive player of the year somewhere plus there. seven. No, let's see. What is he? Oh, yeah. 20, 20 to one. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, because we, we saw with Boncaro, right? Within a minute, Boncaro was like minus 700. Yeah. So if Wimbanyama starts, let's say he has two good games to start the season, like he's going to soar in that market. Yeah. And that's probably the way to play it, too, is to see who's going to get off to the quick start. And I think he probably does because the book sort of isn't out on him yet. He's got all the energy in the world as a young player coming into the NBA. The rigors of a long season haven't hit. So I think you can probably end up getting pretty good value by maybe going Wemby now Wemby and looking now. at Chet. Yeah, we uh, have Scoot. Kelly, Kelly and I both have Scoot bets at plus four sixty is where I got it. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, I'm, yeah, same number too. Yeah. I, Dan, I, my only question, real quick, on Wemby is just my concern about him is kind of being able is is once we get second half of the season. Is he going to be a little gassed, a little winded, not used to playing this many minutes, this many games? Do you have any concerns about that or not really? I do have concerns about that. I think the Spurs are going to mitigate some of that with rest days by playing Zach Collins at center and allowing Wembenyama to handle uh, the smaller people at power forward. So these are all good things. But the NBA season is long. It takes its toll on even the rookies that we say are like a shoe-in. So yes, I think there will be a dog days lull for him. Dan, real quick, who's in the NBA Finals? We're holding you to it. Oh my good lord. Uh, let's go Celtics out of the East and I haven't the first foggy clue out of the West. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Dano, we'll talk off and thank you. Great seeing you. Thanks, guys. Dan Vespers, everybody. At Dan Vespers, B-E-S-B-R-I-S on Twitter. Best Bets is next. Enjoy from Visa. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 